When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. The driver's seat. It's Redemption Day for Daniel Ricciardo. He wins the Monaco Grand Prix. The Driver's Seat with Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. For Kubota, together we are building Australia. It is the last day of school. Tools are down. We pump it up. Welcome to the final driver's seat for 2020. My name is Nibs Azor, joined as always by Matt McKeldin and Stephen Johnson. Boys, we've made it. And what a year. We have made it. Is this muck up day? Is this where we, you know, jump in the ocean in our school uniforms and ride the tram and throw eggs at things? I'll sign your shirt. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll sign your shirt. You sign mine. Yours will be worth more. Well, I mean, do we, is that what we do on a day? I mean, I, I, look, I, I my signature or my shirt after you sign it? Either or. Well, yeah, your right. shirt won't be worth anything if I sign it. Well, look, possibly, uh, I think this is why, because we've got the muck up day sort of feel here, we had to get for our feature interview, thanks to Ryco Filters, and make sure you ask a mechanic for Ryco Filters, the professional choice. We needed someone to straighten us up, keep us in order. So <laughs> let's give him his proper intro. A record crowd estimated at 20,000 had jammed into the picturesque Lakeford circuit for the showdown between Johnson and Brock. The pressure was right on Johnson, trying for his first major championship win. The underdog versus one of the giants of the sport in Australia. Johnson would pull away on the straights and Brock would gather him in under brakes. Brock made one desperate challenge on the final corner, but Johnson held on, winning the race and his first championship. I just held tight lines and hope for the best. Please welcome back to the driver's seat, the one and only Dick Johnson. <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? Boy, what, a, what an intro. I reckon that is one of life's best pieces of advice. Hold tight lines <laughs> and hope for the best. <laughs> I've lived half well, of my life like that. So, yes, it's muck yeah. up day, Dick Johnson, and we're like two crazy students, and you're the principal here to straighten us up. So, uh, welcome. Mate, you've got to hold everything tight these days, I can tell you. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. And congratulations. This is the first time we've spoken to you since the announcement that uh, you are back in charge of the, uh, of the school, Dick Johnson Racing as a standalone is back on the grid. Congratulations. Yeah, mate, thanks very much for that. But you always try and do it. You always do it when it's bloody happy hour, for God's sake. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, does that mean you've had a liquid dinner? Dinner hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> Come on, Jilly. So, DJ, let me let me ask you, how does it feel to be to be back in charge? How does it feel to be 
facing 2021 with with Dick Johnson as a standalone entity away from from Penske Racing. Look, the the, the whole thing's working very well indeed. You know, like we what we've learnt from the I suppose the partnership with Penske is um, is stuff that you can't learn anywhere else. It's it's all about um, the way they do things is totally different to what we've done in the past and it's really served us very very well indeed for the simple reason it's they put at the top of the, the, the right at the very top of everything is uh, presentation and with what they've done in that respect and the procedures that we have and the way we do things uh, and the personnel we have obviously has been exactly the same all the way through and and it's it really has been a very very fantastic learning experience, and I couldn't thank him more. And just on that, Dad, the 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 whole the way the the, the Spensky thing sort of evolved. Um, it's you've got to, I guess, just because it's the first time that we've spoken to you, you know, publicly about it. Um, you know, it's a chance for you to just explain, you know, that the only part of the whole puzzle that's left is basically Penske. Um, there's no other personnel that have left, I guess, apart from Scotty McLaughlin and Fabian Coulthard. But, but apart from that, fundamentally, the backbones and, and the running of the team all remain status quo, pretty much how it was the last three to four years. Well, it certainly is. And at the end of the day, I think you'll find that um, what you see is you're only as good as the people you have behind you, and and like our drivers have always had the best of, or certainly in the last number of years, um, the best of everything to sort of draw from, and and none of that's changed. So um, we're really really looking forward to uh, to what we've got coming in 2021 and on. And DJ Will Davison returns to the team. He's a known quantity. Showed uh, you know a, a serious amount of speed this year in the in the two races. I think he did, or at least one qualifying or practice he did at the Grand Prix and the Adelaide race. But and Anton De Pasquale is making his way up the ladder. What is it about Anton that stood out to you as being a, the right candidate to partner Will this year, next year? Well, Anton's had a lot of experience that a lot of people don't realise um, from uh, what he's done overseas with uh, Formula Renault and all those sort of things. And and he went, he did extremely well over there. And then, obviously, the situation in Europe is somewhat different to Australia where, you know, if you run out of money or run out of sponsors or something like that, it really makes it very difficult for you. And and it's not as if they run out of talent, I can assure you. So he's come back to Australia and he's got involved in supercars and and he's done very well in the teams that he's been in at this point in time. And I feel, or we feel, Ryan and I feel that, that he's in a situation now uh, that he's in the same place as where Scotty was when he came to our team in 2017. So we're... We're pinning a lot of hopes on on the ability of what we think we can find in the guy. And I guess looking looking at Anton, um, you know, it's uh, uh, you can't ignore what he's done in the past. But um, I think with that decision 
Dad, did that come down to just yourself and Ryan? Or, you know, did someone like Scotty McLaughlin, who I know you guys are very, very close with still, um, is that something that you guys all discussed through the year, um, knowing that what was possibly going to happen at the end of the year with Scotty leaving? Mate, there's, there's a lot of things that Ryan and I discuss that you have absolutely no idea what yeah, we're Exactly. That's, that's why I'm asking you on radio. <laughs> <laughs> and, and never will have. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan and I have got a relationship which is very unique, I can assure you. He's, um, we respect each other enormously for what we can both contribute to the team and and I think you'll find that uh, that'll show up in the next 12 months or so. And, Dick, I mean, looking at the stats for Scotty McLaughlin, he was a freak. He was one of the best we've seen in a very, very long time, a one-of-a-kind type driver. What's the realistic expectation for Wilbur and Anton? Because, you know, 2020 has shown that Cam Waters is really strong. He's on the rise at Tickford. Percat put a good season together. Chaz has been pushing pretty hard with WAU. What are your expectations for the boys in 2021? Well, to be quite honest, I think you'll find that um, Will had a huge input into uh, in, in the Cam Waters uh, rise to uh, to being part of a really good part of Supercars because I remember when Cam was about to get flung from the whole deal. But yeah, these the younger generation they go through these through these periods where you know they they don't believe in themselves and. And I know that uh, Will is the sort of guy who really installs um, the best in, in the young guys. And not that Will's an old bloke, for God's sake. But, um, <laughs> Will's at an age where I hadn't won my first race till I sort of uh, was past, well past his age. So uh, I think you'll find that Will is going to be a very calming influence in the whole business. And... Let me tell you, he has not lost one little bit from what he had when he was first at our team. And and that's the, the desire to win and absolutely the guts and balls to get out there and give it his most. Well, speaking about that, obviously, it's um, it's only really one more year with uh, the current car of the future. Um, what's your... I mean, I, you know, we've had discussions behind closed doors about all this and about the, the cars and the way that you got to run them and costs and all that sort of stuff. Um, would you say that the current car of the future was a success? And now I'm not talking about um, the Mustang uh, and the development of the Mustang in it coming in because it, it obviously was a success. Um, but uh, the, the, the actual car of the future. The concept. The concept of it. But also, do you think Gen 3 moving forward is going to future-proof you know, supercars racing in this country? Well, that, that that remains to be seen because we don't know where it's going to stand at the end of the day because they they haven't finalised any of the uh, any of what the the you know the whole package is going to be. But when you look at it, um, the the number of years that I've been in motor racing, it's it's evolved. Everything evolves. It turns three hundred and sixty degrees, and mm-hmm. and it starts at point A and it, after a number of years, it ends up back at point A. So, yeah. <laughs> and I think we've got an opportunity to be back at point A, to be quite honest. And uh, I know that they're talking about certain things and that really I, I don't really agree with, such as um, 
paddle shifts. What a bunch of wusses they are. They should go to H-Patton. Yeah. They should go back to H-Patton gearboxes and learn how to drive a car. You can't even... These days, most of the bloody kids on the road don't even have a licence that you, you can change gears with, for heaven's sake. So, you know, you know what, where are we going? We want, we want to be able to entertain people and have the opportunity of being able to get out there and show that there is a difference between not only the people, but the engineers and everything else. Well, not so much um, the, the package you have to be able to present to make it good racing. And and I, I know that, well, all you've got to do is look at the Formula One in the last race or so. Boy, oh boy, there's a big difference between some of the cars, I think. But that's only my opinion. And we don't want that to happen where we are. We'd rather have a, a period where we can have good racing where there's opportunities to be able to sort of make it entertaining for those people that want to watch. Hear, hear. Yeah. Well, and I think every every motorsport fan around Australia totally agrees with you, uh, Dick Johnson. I'm not entirely sure about the H-pattern thing because <laughs> I, I remember seeing some invoices from hey, people. Your car's got a H-pattern. Yeah, I know, but if you over-rev my thing, it doesn't cost a mortgage. <laughs> I remember in the old days of H-patterns when you over-revved a supercar engine because you fluffed a gear. The, the the engineers and the team owners, it'd, it'd be carnage when you got back into the pits after doing something like that. But I think everyone around Australia want that's listening, Dick Johnson, wants to know what's for dinner. <laughs> what's for dinner, mate? Uh, uh, a chicken caught on blur. Caught on blur. <laughs> oh, there she <laughs> is. There's Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Johnson in the background there. With, Hello, Jilly. Uh, with, with, with garlic veggies and, and mash. Oh, you know, so oh. You how good does that and, sound? And unfortunately, because uh, I'm cooking the cook on whatever it is, that um, I can't do the gravy, so we've got to have bloody um, grey box. <laughs> oh, that's no good. Can't make the homemade <laughs> gravy. Can't do the homemade stuff. But <laughs> hey, DJ, before we let you go, last week uh, on the show, Steve let us know that um, that Wilbur will be behind the wheel of uh, Car 17 and Anton will be behind... Uh, Car number 11. Car, we don't know yet. We don't know yet? <laughs> yeah, we're not car. We don't know what yet. Oh, car right. yet. What number yet? <laughs> we don't know what. You guys could be very surprised, let me tell you. Yeah, right Because on. all the speculation could go right out the bloody window. <laughs> I, I, I tell you we what. Could be car six, we could be car 69. So how would you be with that? <laughs> One of my favourite numbers. Um, I've got to tell you, though, by the look on Stephen Johnson's face in this studio, he knows exactly what number is going to be run, but then immediately backed the truck up there and did not want it announced on our radio show. Where's your support sure. of your own radio show? We're not show? sure. Yeah, sure you're not. <laughs> it's the last show of the year, mate. Give us an exclusive. The Come on. Our racing team hasn't, hasn't announced anything yet. You couldn't lie straight in bed. No, and when, when the right time comes, we will, I can tell you. And well, it'll be something pretty special. I give you the mail. Well, we will keep our eyes peeled to the socials. But uh, DJ, we won't keep you too long. But I do want to say before we let you go, uh, it's been a tremendous partnership with DJR Team Penske. I've been a teammate for the past three years, so I've been really enjoying it. And what Scotty's doing right now is just fantastic. And it's a testament to all the guys and girls at DJR Team Penske and DJR as well to put him out there and give him the best platform to succeed. And also, uh, could you pass on my thanks to Dr. Ryan's story? Because on Twitter, I requested to him, 
when you get to Darwin, if Scotty gets a pole position, could you please get him to put that silly arm roll head, um, little Viking helmet on? And lo and behold, it happened. <laughs> so, pass on the facts. Oh, my God. Like, it's just, how, like, you'll do anything for sponsors, let me tell you. I'm just glad it's not a condom bloody factory. <laughs> well, DJ, we won't keep you too long for your tucker, but thank you so much for jumping on board the final edition of the driver's seat. And I thought we'd get him on so we could straighten up here, boys. But <laughs> oh, no. I think so. No, n- never, mate. But if, if you want to go and have, watch a movie, you ought to go and watch The Monster of Man, I tell you. It is something special that's done by a guy that is a really good friend of ours and he's he's done a magic job of this movie. We went and saw the premiere last night and I'm not a fan of those sort of movies, but the way he has presented it and done it is just something unbelievable for a guy having a go. It's yeah, it's it's phenomenal. It's a very close family friend and Mark Toyer, and he's just an Aussie guy from Brisbane. Went out and and has made this movie on his own, or not on his own, but yeah. he's done it all himself. Him yeah. and his wife Carolyn, Righto. and they've done an absolutely amazing job. It's a very robocopy sort of movie, but okay. uh, general release. You should, or... have, you should have seen Jilly there with a hand across her face last <laughs> night. It was pretty. It was pretty special. <laughs> But uh, oh, well, well, you know, have you thought John Wick was bad? Well, do you see this cracker <laughs> old? <laughs> well, that'll be something to put on the Christmas list. But uh, DJ, thanks so much for joining us on the driver's seat. All the best for next year. Have a great and safe Merry Christmas, and we'll chat to you soon. Well, to you and all your all, all your listeners too, mate. It's just absolutely fabulous. Love it. Thanks so much, DJ. That's Dick Johnson joining us on the driver's seat. He's always a blast to get your old man on, Stevie. Yeah, we just got to remember not to get him at dinner time. I reckon poor old yeah. Jilly sounded a little impatient. It's caught on blur. For God's sake, it's caught on blur. Well, at least, get off the radio uh, so I can eat. Well, at least he didn't hang it on me tonight, which was great. So uh, I didn't cop anything tonight. It was good. No, he was actually very nice to you. Yeah. He See, normally is very nice, but he just puts on a tough face in front of people. A bit of tough love on the Johnson yeah, household. Yeah, right? I've been to your house. I've seen him at a barbecue. Yeah. I've seen how tough he and can be. And mum's always on my side too, which is fantastic. I'm just glad. It looks like there goes our Greyvox sponsorship, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I must I must say, uh, you know, the, the Johnson boys have taken front and centre in that relationship and in, in, our, in the annals of Australian motorsport history, obviously. But I tell you what, there is one woman behind all of them who is an absolute gem. Jilly is an absolute gem. Wherever you see DJ, you see Jilly one step behind, but she's right there watching everything. She's a matriarch of that family. She's she's just lovely. She, Whenever we go to your place for a barbie or whatever and she's there, she and I just nick off to a corner and natter away on all things, and she's a ripper lady. So love you, Jilly. <laughs> she's, <laughs> I did love that she chimed in with a... This is what for dinner, guys. Just so all of Australia can find out. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, but it is the driver's set. We do it thanks to our great mates at Kubota. Big, big show we've got here. So we'll get straight to our first break. Back with more straight after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota Building Australia. It is the final edition of the show. And remember, if you want to catch up on our back catalogue, you can rev up your smartphone with the driver's seat app. It features podcasts, interviews, and news. It is a must for all motorsport fans. Before we get to the news, I do have to mention, much like death and taxes, there is something that you're always guaranteed in life. And that is our great mate in Toowoomba, Tom. 
listening in. <laughs> he's he's gone and texted in on oh four double three ninety eight. Where is it? Oh, Tommy! <laughs> there it is. Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen is the number if you want to text in. And Tommy's texted in. Hi guys, as a big DJR fan, I hope. The, uh, I hope they win team's championship once again in 2021, just to show everyone in pit lane that the past five years of success was not just Team Penske. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think that's one of the, the big stories of 2021, Tommy. I think you're 100% right. We'll all be watching, um, and there'll be a number of people that'll be watching in the hope that they fail so that they could all stand at the end and go, see, it was just Scotty, or it was just Penske money, or it was this, that, and the other thing. So, I, yeah, I genuinely think it's going to be one of the headlines of the season. And if, if Wilbur or, or Anton come out firing... It'll shut. It, it's either, unfortunately DJR can't win because if they keep winning, everyone will sook and cry that oh, the Mustang the, and Mustang, they'll keep winning. This, this, if they lose or they're not as competitive as when Scotty was in the car and Fabs, they'll say, "See, it was all about yeah." Blah, blah, blah. So, poor old DJR. Unfortunately, I think for next year is on a hiding to nothing <laughs> in the court of public opinion. But it'll be great to watch. It'll be really, really good to watch. Yeah, 100%. We look forward to that. Uh, now, before we get to some news, some sad news in the world of supercars, because uh, in the past, well, this week, about three days ago, unfortunately, Bathurst, former Bathurst 1000 champion John Harvey passed away. Now, he passed away at the age of 82, and um, just you never like to see. It's sort of, unfortunately, as we get to you know the tail end of people's careers and the the age. Uh, this is when we sort of see the greats, unfortunately, no longer be with us, and it's very sad uh, in the world of supercars and motorsport in, in Australia. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you're right. I mean, he's 82, right? So he's had a good innings. Mm -hmm. A lot of motorsport people never make it that far for one reason or another. But um, uh, he's a no. He's a very well known name, Bathurst champion, as we talked about. Really part of of the original HDT. Uh, did a lot of workings behind the scenes when HDT came across to HSV as well, instrumental in Craig Lowndes having a career. Um, so he gave a lot to our sport. He passed away from uh, lung cancer, I believe. Mm. He has a funeral coming up, I, I think, think, in the next couple of days. I think that was only diagnosed not that long ago, yeah, no, to I think be it was fair. pretty aggressive. He yeah. ran on for a while. And uh, so, you know, valet to him, uh, he was a great champion, a big name in the sport, sadly missed. And you're right, Nimsy, as we all, as our as our young bucks get a little bit older, there are going to be names synonymous with our sport that that do shuffle from the mortal coil, and and uh, John was one of them. We wish him and his family all the best, and we uh, we hope that uh, in the coming months that the the pain subsides and we we continue to relive and celebrate his memory and his achievements. Mm, correct. Uh, he was inducted into the Motorsport Hall of Fame in 2018. He was given a medal of the Order of Australia as well for services to motorsport. This year too, so uh, definitely it's good to see that the accolades will live long into infamy. But um, yeah, as you said, well said, Matty. But um, look, as we head towards a new year, this one has been a very, very bizarre one. As we spoke to your old man, there is a lot of questions over what's going to happen in 2021 still. And we're at the last show. We're halfway through December. We didn't get a calendar, guys, till last week. Oh, last yeah, but week. hang on. But didn't I say the week before that I thought it would be last week? True. True. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> we it, well, I said on the Wednesday. I said on the Wednesday. You, you said, want... "When are we going to get a calendar?" And I went next week. We didn't say that it was going to be between that show and the next show, but it came out on the Thursday. So, <laughs> and 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 look, no surprises there. I think we had a text come in 
what do we think about the calendar or where we're going to go or any of that sort of stuff. Because, of course, as is everything in media, in motorsport, it was released early mm-hmm. by somebody. And um, no surprises, it was all the same. The only thing I think we're still somewhat up in the air about is whether we will get to New Zealand. Uh, if New Zealand doesn't happen, apparently Sandown is on standby. Yep. And whether we're going to race at night on the Gold Coast. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have to in night or day. Night or day. Yeah, yeah, we're going to race, apparently, if all COVID rules and everything, infections going well, we're meant to be finishing off the season at the Gold Coast. But that's in December. Mm. And you and I live on the Gold Coast, Stevie J, and we know well, that... Well, it's basically 360 days from now. Yes. Yeah, know, it so it's a long much. way away. It's, and it's damn hot, real mm. hot in Queensland this time of year. It's also the rainy season, so we, we there's a fair chance we'll get an afternoon shower around the place. So it'll be interesting to see whether they put the infrastructure together and actually finish off at night. So that'll only be a single driver race then. It's have not, to, yeah, it's not part of... No, it's there's not only a part one enduro. Of, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the old Pertec Enduro Cup seems to be a thing of the past. But uh, just having a quick look, though, at what the grid's going to look like. Um, you went and sent me... Uh, well, you sent us in our group chats. Uh, there is some rumblings going on in Campbellfield and there could be a Tickford shake-up. And unfortunately, one of the nice guys of supercars could be out on his behind uh, if if things go oh, as they I, look if, like they're going to go. I stand corrected if that was not me that maybe let you guys know that uh, a week or two back saying that I think Lee's in a bit of strife. No, you did. No, you called it. You absolutely <laughs> called it Nostradamus So there Johnson. you go. So give me those chocolates yeah. back, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, poor old Lee who, you know, let's, let's be honest, he was on the cusp two years ago when he got picked up yep. by out of Team 18 by Tickford, right at the death knell, right at the end. And, of course, the super cheap leaving Tickford has left a hole there. So uh, Jack LeBrock will get the Truck Assist sponsorship. Which leaving, he brought from Techno. Which he brought from Techno. They've been a partner of his for a long time. So that's going to leave Lee in a precarious position, particularly when you have Thomas Randall uh, floating around now, who is personally backed by the part owner of Tickford. So I, I get, I think it's a, it's a better than strong chance, Stevie mm. J, that Lee Holdsworth will go into the one race enduro drivers market. Yeah, quite possibly. But still, you know, Rusty French, yes, he is still a part owner of Tickford, but does he have any involvement in their day-to-day? I, I don't, don't think know. so, no. Don't know. I don't believe he does. I'm not 100% sure, but I don't believe he does. I think uh, between Tim Edwards and Rod Nash, they pretty much... That's that's Tickford, yep. and Rusty, even though he's an, uh, an investor uh, in the business or he owns shares in the business, I don't believe he's there day to day with the running of it. So I don't think he actually has a has a say if that if that makes sense. He doesn't have. I would say you're probably right. He probably doesn't have a say, but he's rich, rich uncle Rusty. Yeah. Like, oh, he's yeah, got boatloads. Absolutely. Of Charlie Ash. So <laughs> if your boy who just won, he is definitely a. There's no cash here. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Caruso always <laughs> pops up, doesn't he? <laughs> he really does. Uh, but but Rich Uncle Rusty's got a heap of money, and uh, Tommy obviously won the the Super Two Championship last year. Although it was a and truncated season, one of Rusty's businesses, Sky yeah, Sands. Sky Sands as well, and the famous black and gold Sky Sands colours. So you would have to think from an inside running, he's got a good gate, yep. and he's a fair chance. The only thing that Tickford will need to do is to secure a, another racing entitlements contract, which they I can't imagine they'll be able to get full control or buy one because the other teams won't allow it because it diminishes their returns in their current rec value. Mm -hmm. But they may be able to lease one 
from Supercar. There's two on the shelf. They may be able to lease one. Um, uh, and so that will give you a fourth car at Tickford with Thomas Randall, sponsor TBC. All to be TBC. But, I, you know, we love Lee, but I'd also love to see Tommy mm. in the main game in a good team because he's a, he's a card. He's a great bloke. And uh, that next generation, as we talked about, Nimsy, yep, coming yep. up. It's coming through. And and it just we know it comes down to the cash yeah. side of it, you know. and yeah. It's just the realities, isn't it? It, yeah. it is it is reality, Nimsy. Mm-hmm. That's, and, you know, that's not just in motor racing. That's in any sport. Um, you know, football teams can't run without it. No, nothing runs without it. And I tell you what, if, that, if this does eventuate as we think, there's one thing I bet you that, that Lee does slightly different from Fabian in that Fabian Coulthard in that if he's offered a co-drive at Tickford, he'll probably take it. Yeah. Uh, well, him and last time he had a co-drive with Tommy Randall, which is the, the rumor mill at the moment, they did pretty well. He got, a, he got a drought breaking podium and podium and considering mm-hmm. the fact that, that Tommy hasn't even got a full time supercar drive, but he's still got a podium, which not a lot of people could yeah. say he's yeah. it's a testament to the bloke. But uh, Tommy's a talented kid. Very much so. And everybody, and everybody loves him. Like, there's not one person, because there's usually one person up and down pit lane that go, oh, mate, nice guy, but he's a bit of a flog or he's a tool or can't drive. Mm. Um, no one says that about Tommy. Uh, we've got a couple of texts coming through at the moment. Make sure you add your names on it, guys. 0433 Uh What can you say that hasn't been said already, but thank you for entertaining us over the years with your racing. RIP John. Uh, very sad news. John Harvey, one of the best Australians and always the perfect gentleman. Always enjoyed his company. My deepest condolences to the family. So, uh, yeah, lovely. And from Jeff, another sad loss. R.I.P. Isn't it weird? I mean, life's weird. I mean, you, if you if you want to look at it in a well, nutshell, your life's weird. Yeah, I know. I'm just weird. <laughs> you look at it in a nutshell. You're born. You seem to go through life, and you go through a plethora of 18th birthdays. Mm-hmm. Then you get to a point where you go into a plethora of 21sts. Then you go through a plethora of marriages with all your mates. Then you go through babies, and then, babies, then everyone yeah. starts dying. Yeah. It's like, fuck, yeah. Man. There is a little bit between getting married and dying, I'd like to think. Yeah, uh, babies. But, well, I just between, said babies. Between getting married and babies, there's a little bit between dying. But you know I mean, what? I see you where you go. And it's, it's, you get to a certain age, you're, and, and you're, all the people that you thought were immortal start falling off the perch. You know what that means, mate? We're old. I'm old. We're old. I know. Mate. I, I know. You're I getting know. very philosophical in your old age. Getting to the end of another year, having a think about life. At least Same. you boys still have your hair. Uh, I'm great. Yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> not for long, Nimsy. I'm, I'm with you. As I was speaking to you about life, I'm developing anxiety, so I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep your text coming through. 0433981116. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. Yes, there is still plenty to talk about what the grid for 2021 looks like. We'll touch on that next, right here on the driver's seat. And by the way, some of us get married more than once. So, you know. <laughs> Your first one was a practice. We always Absolutely. say that. Absolutely. You always yeah, say the about. first one was yep. a practice. <laughs> it's the Marriage seat. is only something you do a few times in your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota for over 40 years. We've been making Tomorrow Matter and together we're building Australia. One off the text line, 0433981116 is the number. This one's from Greg Ralph. Hey, boys, a Merry Christmas and a prosperous 2021 to you and all your families. Have a great break. Brackets, no pun on Jet's collarbone intended. 
we do have to talk about that, Stevie. Um, <laughs> yes. Thank you for the scintillating repartee making my Wednesday night something to look forward to. Cheers. Oh, there you go. Love your work. Thanks, Greg. Good on you for listening uh, this year. We'll see you again next year. Another Appreciate one. It. Another one off the Texas one is from Andy. Fans want more cars. 24 is not good enough for our top series, especially when there's good drivers on the sidelines missing out. How many would you like? I agree. Andy? 32. 32? Yep. Okay. That's what we used to have in Ute, 16 yep. Fords, 16 Holdens. That's what you can have at the smallest track in the country, which I believe is Simmons Plains. Yes. 32 you can have on yeah. the grid, their maximum yep. for I, the distance. I don't know who sent in this one, but it's really funny because I love when people go to the effort to write capitals because, as you know, when you're doing your texting, it's hard to put them all in caps. and It's just like... <laughs> Fill the grid. Add wild cards. It's a racing spectacle for the team saying it'll eat into their profit sharing. Really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's true. Yep. That's what they're all blowing up and and burning up about. So, look, I don't I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. And I think the odd strategically positioned wild card is a good thing. I genuinely do. Um, but do we want? I don't know about thirty-two cars. We're flat out running twenty-four or twenty-five. Yeah, in this country. I mean that's not going to just financially. It's not going to happen. But I'd love nah. to see thirty-two. Cars well, in the old days of Bathurst, when we used to see forty-five and fifty wound around the corner and halfway up Conrod Strait, they were great days. Yep. But the the current, particularly in this COVID-affected environment that we've got, the numbers just aren't around. I mean, there is some stuff going on in the background, Nimsy and Steve, with current sponsorship deals. I cannot tell you unbelievable things mm. going on at the moment because of how cutthroat it is for the sponsorship dollar. There is That's a fantastic segue, I can tell you that, guys, because uh, let's have a look at the silly season uh, as it stands. Oh, another text too. Only three shows in, but loving the format and interviews, especially with DJ. Wishing Stevie J and Maddie a successful 2021 on and off the track. Merry Christmas and a happy new year to all the motorsport family. Good luck, Nikki and Harden. So, oh, there you go. Good on you, Nikki. Thanks for that, guys. And happy Christmas to you and New Year. Harden, it's in New South Wales somewhere, so I assume you're farming, so happy cropping mm, mm. or whatever you do. <clears throat> now, let's uh, have a look-see at the silly season. So we, we know what the confirmed lineups are. We just talked about Tickford. Big question mark on the old Erebus Motorsport. We know Will Brown is locked in, but Betty Clemenko, she went and spoke to a certain auto magazine that we all enjoy now and then. Uh, saying that she will let Reynolds walk, even though he's only completed one season of his 10-year contract. She also said the prospect of main sponsor Penwright leaving, don't care. Have you got what that sound wow. effect, you know, when you uh, when we used to get something right on Sale of the Century? Have you got that sound effect there, Nimsy? That's it. So... Um, will it be announced in the next few days that Dave Reynolds is leaving? Hmm. You got um, that one right. Good will it be you. announced in the next few days that Penwright is leaving? There you go. Now Done. we should point out we haven't said anything. What about? Is, is there, there any more? <laughs> uh, uh, is there any more? Can, there is a. <laughs> uh, I, do you want me to say it? <laughs> uh, yes, you can say it. Nimsy, I've got a question. Yes, for the sale of the century for mm-hmm. Greg Evans. Yep. Um, will it be announced in the not too distant future? Mm-hmm. That possibly Castro will be backing Will Brown at Erebus Motorsport. Mm. Oh, Jeez, this machine's good. That's good. What, is there any more? Is Nimsy? Is there likely that the replacement for uh, Reynolds at Erebus would be named Kostecki 
and there may actually be t- be two boost sponsored cars on the grid in 2021. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, so, there we go. This, this thing is on fire today. So. <laughs> um, so look, that's that's all rumour, innuendo, scuttlebutt, no fact. Um, oh, put well, your house on it. Look, <laughs> look. That, that's never stopped anyone. Uh... Put your house on it. <laughs> now, one more, one more coming in off the text, guys. Uh, add your name to this one, guys, because I would love to give you credit. Would there be more cars? <laughs> Even if it's a fake name, we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Name on it. Yeah. Um, would there be more cars on the grid if there was no super license requirement? No, I don't think so. No. I think it's a financial yeah, thing. Yeah, totally. It's a, it's a financial. Yeah. You know, it's to to get a. You know, three to four million dollar budget to run a car—it's so hard. And with in this country, so yeah. many teams already trying to do that. With so many other sporting teams trying to get the corporate dollar in the country, whether it be football or cricket or tennis or whatever it is, it's just yeah, I, I, Australia's just not got the capacity now that there's certain things like cigarette sponsorship and all that sort of thing. Uh, it's not around anymore. And the, the pie only gets smaller and smaller because you just have to look, as you said there, Steve, and it's a great point about there are other sports that also mm-hmm. would like a share of the pie. I mean, when Absolutely. when Nissan pulled out of supercars uh, and gave away factory and they sort of shelved factory support for the Kellys, yes, the Kellys still ran Altimus, but immediately after that, they put in their sponsorship dollars to the Hawthorne Footy Club. So they still want to get their brands out there. They still mm. want to spend, but... Still got a market. Exactly. So it's... But it's a level of how much were they giving to the Kellys compared to how much they give Hawthorne. I guarantee you, it's probably a lot less. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. absolutely. And probably getting a similar sort of exposure, I would imagine. Mm. Well, particularly in Nissan's case, when your hot rod supercar is an, an absolute automotive sedative in the Altima. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to the Altima fans out there if there are any or those who drive them, but geez, Louise, if a car, if there, there's no other car in history that needed a self-driving so, so function because that, par- that car was as boring as bat, you know what? So they're probably parked next to a Prius. <laughs> oh, I think I'd rather drive a Prius. At least there's something, I don't know, social, more socially responsible about driving a Prius. You know, yeah, so I mean, I, I, Altima's are boat anchors. I was actually well, Michael Caruso called it the fridge. Uh, the fridge go. on wheels. Uh, yeah. I actually saw one in the wild the other day, and I was just like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> wow! But um, <laughs> I saw one in the wild. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was because I, like, <laughs> I was on the drive, and, and you know when you see an Altima, it's like seeing it's almost like seeing uh, a purple elephant because you're like, "That looks like a. I know what it's, that is." Yeah, it's kind of like seeing a, a Walkinshaw Commodore, but not. <laughs> yes, this one. <laughs> this one's uh, Tom and Toowoomba's jumped on. Uh, with another text here on the text line. Erebus is falling apart. If Penrite leaves too, then they're as good as finished. You can't lose two drivers, two engineers, and a major sponsor and still be competitive. That's Tom in Toowoomba with a hot take. It, uh, Tom, you're wrong. We love you, but you're wrong. There is all. There is usually someone right behind. Like everything, like in every facet of life, in corporate life, there is always someone right behind. So... There are two more sponsors. There are two more drivers, and there'll be two more, two more engineers to step into the fray. But our Erebus Motorsport in in an absolute disarray and trouble and strife. Uh, well, yes, mm, yeah. I'd hate to be there. I'd hate to be working there. I reckon it'd be terrible. And there's a there's a, a few people mm. now when we look at it, uh, engineers that are on gardening leave. 
Al McVeigh's one from yep. Erebus. Yeah, he's would left. Would you ever think that he would leave Erebus? They talked him up to be the prodigal son. Yeah, absolutely. Gone. So, Mirko. I heard gone. Mirko. Yeah, uh, but also I'm not sure about Mirko if he's on gardening leave or not. But I know uh, Grant McPherson Shippy is yep. from Triple Eight heading down to WAU. In six months. Yep. So he's got six months on the sidelines. Hey, so who, um, who left, yeah. Um, MSR. Uh, oh, where's uh, McVeigh? No, not McVeigh. No, no, where's uh, where's McDougal? Where's McDougal? He's, he's gone to tri- Triple Eight. Yeah. So play, I mean, yeah. look, these things happen, Nimsy. These things happen, like in football, like whatever. Oh, yeah. Assistant coaches leave, and and performance coaches leave, and coaches leave, and this, that, and the other. So that happens, but but there has been an unusually large exodus from uh, Erebus Motorsport. There's no two ways about that. They will need to do some serious, even just PR damage when they come back to the grid next year. They will need to do some serious PR because in the mm. off season. They've been stripped and pulled and, backwards and, through a hedge. And it's it's changed so quickly. I mean, this time last yeah. year, we were going and saying, you know, how great, like, you know, it's the, everyone's second favourite team. They're the, they're the, the yep. battlers. We all love them, da-da-da-da-da. Yep. Yep. And now, Gonski. Uh, just before we put a bow on the silly season and uh, talk about the calendar and just a tick. So on an unrelated note, you did mention uh, Al McVeigh is on gardening leave uh, with the rumours that he will be starting with the Kellys. Fairly shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So just, I believe Dave is being looked after the good people at Push Talent Management. And a big shout out to those guys. They look after us very well here at the driver's seat. But someone who John at Push Talent Management looks after is uh, Andre Heimgartner. Well, now there you go. Hmm. The current incumbent driver at Kelly Racing. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, it, it's... I don't know when it's going to be announced, but it'll be announced at some stage what is happening in that whole camp. Now that, so I understand, the official decision has come through that that Reynolds is out. So, And he's enjoying being away from it all up on Hamilton Island on on uh, Smith's boat. Mm. So, your, your mate and mine, Smith. Jack Smith. Jackie Smith's big, Pete Smith's boat. Big boat. It is a big boat. It's a big boat. It'd be nice up there this time of year. It'd be lovely up there. Lucky there's no year. walls near that boat, too. Uh, <laughs> 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 Could eat a reef. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are mean. Oh, don't you, you guys start. are so mean. <laughs> this, well done, Nimsy. That's very funny. This is the driver's seat. Yeah, you're, you're not going to find turn eight on the reef. You yeah, uh, could hit the dock on the way in. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the driver's seat. Keep your text covered in 0433981116. We do it, as always, thanks to our great mates at Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, and together, we're building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. This one is from Martin in Phnom Penh. Not, not a bad list. What? <laughs> Well, just sorry, I'm laughing at Matty. He's got a jaw cramp. Oh, stop it. My dreams have come true. Oh, <laughs> he's got a jaw cramp. That really hurt. Cheeky bit of lockjaw there. But uh, this, well, one's, you know. this one is from Martin. He says, as Scafie says, uh, they're gone. Sponsors, they're all gone. Engineers, they're all gone. They're all gone. And then my best part, please have that sound effect, Nims. So yeah. this one's for you, Martin. Ah, 
So, so, so who was Nimsy. that, Nimsy, that texted that in? That was Martin. Who that was Martin, who was actually effect. asking you for the sound effect. Get on you, Martin. <laughs> Feel free to text in at any time and remind Nimsy of uh, what sound effects he needs to put on. That was brilliant. Go on. Oh, I love that. That's absolutely fantastic. Oh. Hey, look, on the, on the topic of... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm thrown off by that because I really enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Look, let's have a look at what the calendar was meant to be because we were meant to have an absolute bumper year. We we would have talked about the wrap-up of the Newcastle Coats Higher 500. That would have been December 4th to 6th. But I don't know if you guys have got a colour printout. But I actually, last show of the year, Nimsy, I didn't go tight ass. I actually <laughs> didn't double-side print or just print in grayscale. <laughs> I full colour printed one per page. <laughs> For the last show of the year. And I actually am looking at your colour printout. And man, I can't believe there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven events that we did not go to mm. total. Yep. Um, and then obviously there was the Melbourne 400, which was, uh, they were there and, and next minute it was shut down. And there was only six tracks that we ended up racing at in 2020. Mm. I mean, that's phenomenal. We didn't go to Tasmania, Auckland, Perth. Winton, Gold Coast, Sandown, or Newcastle. I mean, it's when you look at this list, the way that you've done it, it's mind-boggling, isn't it? And yet we still put a season together. We've still yeah. got a champion, and we still, I think, for the great majority of the fans, are satisfied with what everyone was able to stitch together. So, um, yeah, very hard season. Really looking forward to going back to some of the places that we should have gone. Also, my mistake, that was actually Tom in Hobart. Sorry, Tom. Uh, Sorry, Tom. Martin has got uh, the same last three digits of his phone number, so my bad. Uh, Tom in Hobart <laughs> gets the full credit there, and unfortunately, I did go and uh, unfortunately mess up that one, but I'll give you one more scapey. Left to go, mate, left to go. Just to get this in perspective, that's ridiculous. About. Oh no! Never mind. We'll get to that later. I'll, <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a. I'll give you another scapey before we leave. Uh, to, can uh, I take? Can I tell you for for everyone who's a motorsport fan and watches the coverage? I'm gonna. I'm about to ruin your experience. Hmm. Every time, either Larco or Crompton say something, Mark will back it up and say exactly the same thing, just using 25 different and more words. You watch. You watch the coverage. He does it every single time. I mean... So he doesn't actually have any of his own content. No. You watch. He also... If Neil... What Neil meant to say there, or what Neil's he saying there, what Neil said is exactly right there because blah, 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 and he'll just say exactly the same thing as what Larko... That's really well explained, Larko, because you're the front end of the car, blah, blah, blah. You watch. All right, Tom, here's a make good for you, mate. <laughs> yeah, He's mate, in the face! <laughs> Matty That's White so chiming good. in there with it. They're all in the fence. <laughs> so um, yeah, sorry about that, Tom and Hobart. But yeah, look at this calendar. It is completely mangled. And unfortunately, yep. uh, there's a couple of things here. Like, for example, the Superloop Adelaide 500, Donsky. Uh, that, that's done and dusted. That gets the old sale of the century. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um, Melbourne. I think Melbourne's going to be back next year, which is good. Melbourne will so be back. Yep. Well, hopefully, that if Melbourne continues doing the the brilliant work that it's doing, that'll be back, which will be good. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's absolutely crazy, especially since there was so much optimism for this. This was going to be the season, wasn't it, 2020? Remember the big hype video at the end of last year? And yeah. we're going to have a, a night race at the Gold Coast. Night races in Perth. More miles, more this, more that. And then, yeah, someone had to go eat a bat. Something, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yes. And then not long after the bat, the sale of the century, Dong would come in. Yeah. <laughs> Dunk down. Yeah, I look at and here's the thing, like we will all look on twenty twenty, back on twenty twenty, for so many reasons. For so many for for so many personal reasons, so many people out of work, lost jobs, lost businesses, lost houses, all that kind of stuff. The fact that we didn't get to where we wanted to go in twenty twenty, eh, who cares? We'll go back there next year. We put a we put a season together. We saw some great racing. We saw some pretty crappy racing with the the two tire compound cockamamie stupid rule uh, that that they had. Uh, but we did see some great racing. So uh, we look towards twenty twenty one. We saw some teams implode because of the pressure mm-hmm. of staying away. Um, but it was a huge effort from everyone, I reckon, Stevie Joe. You and I got to sit around all year on the Gold Coast well, and not travel, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's not, not good for, you know, you still had a little bit of work going on after a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. My work pretty much stopped, so yeah. just sort of yeah. doing bits and bobs. But on the plus side, I always try to look at the plus side that, you know, I got to stay home and I, I spent pretty much most of the year with my kids, which is... yeah. N- Normally unheard of. I'm normally away 38 weeks out a year. So and it's time you're not going to get back to. Absolutely. So, you know, the only difference now is instead of retiring at 70, I'm going to retire at 85. <laughs> That's the only difference. <laughs> well, keep your texts coming through. 0433 98 11 16. Add your names to it so I don't get you confused by other people. <laughs> yeah. Good work, Nimsy. Um, but you listen to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. For over 40 years, we've been making tomorrow matter, and together, we're building Australia. Right now, it's time for our Bendix Breaks Big Moments. Now on the driver's seat, another Bendix Breaks Big Moment. Bendix, Australian technology for all-weather confident braking. Now, if you want cleaner wheels, you can fit Bendix Breaks. And let's go back to Bahrain because it seems... Well, there's two trains of thought that you can go here. Uh, not everyone is perfect, or two, how the hell do you bugger that up? <laughs> <laughs> the Sakia, the Sakia Grand Prix. That's the one. That's the one. Big. It's really one. big. Uh, it's big. I do love yeah. that Toto Wolf has actually come out and said it's a colossal f up. Oh yeah, I <laughs> said it live I, on air. Live on air, and the, and the guys went, "Oh, oh you can't. <laughs> apologies you for the language." Oh well, you know, it, it was. was. It was. It was. Um, I know you've got a very definite opinion on this, Steve Johnson, so I'm going to let you go with it. But um, I, look, I felt really sad for, I felt really sad for him. You know, he did everything he needed to do for George. He just for George, absolutely. he did absolutely everything he needed to do. Had the pace, the 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 move that he pulled on Bottas, Bottas. around the outside was just neck level. Yeah, that was really strong, and and his pace was really good, obviously. P2 in quality, P1 in the two free practice sessions. But it was that move that I thought, whoo, this kid's actually really got it. It's one thing to drive a race car. It's another thing mm. to race a race car. I mean, I know, I, you know, if you look at all the little facts, it's uh, it was obvious that obviously Valtteri still had his heart. They had to put his hard tyres back on to go out because he didn't have a full set of mediums in the pits because George had his fronts on, mm-hmm. uh, which is where the, the stuff up was from Mercedes. And... Um, Sure, he had a better tyre set coming back through the field and, and passing Valtteri, but man, I mean, it wasn't just it wasn't just in the race that he showed him up, but I feel he showed him up the most in the race. Mm. He controlled totally. the race. He just literally was managing the gap to Valtteri, making sure his car was good. He was going through uh, fundamental uh, sense errors that he had to clear and stop so that it would give him the power and all that sort of thing. 
Um, and just the, the drive that he had, yes, it was just, funnily enough, it was actually his car, uh, his, his usual car that he races day to day in the Williams that caused the bungle. Absolutely. So Jack Aitken. Jack Aitken, poor old Jack, Wipe which is one of Tommy off. Randall's good mates, actually. Yeah, because he drove S5000 out here. That's at right. Winton, I think. Oh, there you go. So, um, so yeah. So, but, but, you know, all in all, that whole weekend, all that did was not show me, but, but I guess not, not, not even prove to me, just, I guess, what do you call it, Matthew? When you when you you know something's right, but then it just backs it up. You know what I mean? Like it just backed it up. It's for me, it's backed up my decision well, it's that proof positive. It's proof positive that Valtteri is, and I've never been a fan of Valtteri. I've always felt like he's always just that step or two behind. Um, that just proves to me that he, to be honest, he doesn't even deserve that seat. Oh, doesn't even deserve that seat. Doesn't deserve to be there. No, I don't think so. I think he's had his go. But he's going to be there next he's year. That's all signed. Go. Yeah, it is all signed. But you know what? We've seen we've seen things change. We've seen things yes. change. Um, nothing's a given in, in anything these days. But doesn't Toto Wolf manage? Dave, Russ, Dave, Dave Reynolds had a 10-year contract. Yes. This is true. So, true. This you know true. what I mean? Things change. And you know what? <laughs> what they would have to pay Valtteri out of his contract Considering what they'd have to pay George to come and drive, they'd probably save money. Yeah, be, yeah, balance off. Easily. You know what I mean. So um, okay, so let me ask you this: Would Lewis Hamilton want George Russell as a teammate? Probably not, and that's why Valtteri's there. And and that's I was speaking to, to Dad about it actually yesterday, and that is exactly why Valtteri is there, and uh, it is because he keeps the peace. Um, he doesn't threaten too much, uh, Lewis. He doesn't. Race him too hard. Yeah. Um, you know, on his day, if Valtteri can pull one out of the bag and beat him in qualifying and then beat him off the start line and drive better than him in the race to win the race, yep, I think Lewis, like, will agree to, yep, that's fine. You know what I mean? But nine times out of ten, Lewis outsmarts him or outraces him in the race, even if he isn't in front of him in, qualifi- in qualifying. So, yeah, I the think un- for har- for the harmonious team, yeah. Valtteri is the right decision. Yeah. But... You know what? You know, Lewis is what going to be there for maybe another one, two years. Mm, yeah, I'd be hoping for one. I'd like him to to go back to back, or whatever it is, triple beat or whatever, be eight times and go see you later. Yeah, and then have an entirely new lineup at Mercedes, including George Russell. Oh, I just I think George George needs to be there. Yeah, the only time you ever see Valtteri really challenge Lewis is when he gets him off the start and he gets him into turn one. That's when Valtteri's gone. Mm. But if it's a mid racing, could you imagine Valtteri pulling that move that George Russell pulled on Valtteri? Could you imagine Valtteri pulling that move on Hamilton? On Hamilton, I can't. Not a chance. <laughs> no, I can't. So it was a really hence the reason why I don't believe he should be there. What what do you think? And and the socials blew up sorry, after Matty, it. Sorry, although he is doing what he should be doing. Yeah, they are. He is helping to win the team's championship. Mm. He is coming second in the championship. Correct. So, which we criticised Fabian openly that he wasn't doing. So yes, that's we have right. to we have to pat Valtteri on the back there that he is a clear number two in that sense. But yeah, but it, it wasn't until Max Verstappen. And if it wasn't Max going out at the start of the race, probably could have damn near won it. Mm. Valtteri finishing back there where he did. And then Max would be in P2 of the championship running to the last round. So two things. Very controversial, obviously, and very hard for George Russell. But how fantastic for Perez. Yes. And will Perez now take Alex Albon's seat? Well, you've got to think that he's a big, big Better chance. And I saw, chance, you? I saw on the socials there was a little sneaky photo of uh, Dr. Helmut Marco and Sergio having a chat 
obviously after the race, after Sergio won, because he still had his trophy in his hand Yay. and he still had his race suit on. There you go. He may have just been saying well done, but yeah. how would you know? I don't think Helmet ever says anything like that. No. Very well done. But also good for Racing Point, a 1-3 with Lance Stroll in there as well. I thought that was really good. So mm. it was a really interesting Grand Prix, I've got to say. For all of the reasons that we've talked about, I thought it was it was one of the ones to actually watch. And we do say farewell to Romain Grosjean, who will not make it back for yep. his final race. We've got... Um, I always love... Conspiracy theories in motorsports sort of just... Oh, God, here we go. Here's a fun one. Uh, yep. This one's from Neil. Absolutely a setup. There was no urgency in the pit stops, even after the wheel issues. Since when have they double-stacked their cars as well? And you know what? I think in this 2020 year of the conspiracy theory, <laughs> with everything that's going on, it's very easy to point to that. But an operation, in my opinion, an operation like that just screwed up. They, I yeah. don't think that they would have in any way, shape or form. And, and you drive for and, and are connected to an elite sports team. Um, no matter what the politics internally there, there is no way that they would have done that on purpose to manipulate a, or set up a one driver over another for a result. You got to remember no this is this is the factory Mercedes racing team mm, yeah. Yeah. with massive sponsorship from Ineos and Petronas and the like. Petronas, or Petronas, 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 anyway. whatever you know that big name on the side of their car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and for anyone to think that. Those sort of companies would allow that sort of, I guess, manipulation. manipulation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Imagine if they no got found way. out by the FIA that that was all manipulated. There is no way. They would be booted mm. so hard that the negative press that they would get would be almost irreparable damage. And you've got to remember. So there's no way. They're, they're, a, German, they're a German team, as in that the Mercedes uh, is German. Yeah. And the Germans like making mistakes and Wait, losing. Did you just say no. the Germans? The Germans. <laughs> the Germans. The Germans. I think it's Z. Now, the Germans? Germans. The Germans do not like <laughs> losing or making fools out of. No. Now, so uh, I, I I get the conspiracy theory. I know socials went alive with it. Garbage. Not happening. Didn't happen. That they was just a, Rick Disneck. They. They, up. they effed up. They blew a century putting the wrong front <laughs> tyre on. <laughs> that was our Bendix Brakes big moment. You can put your foot down with confidence. Bendix Brakes, Australian technology for all weather confident braking. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to our mates at Kubota. We'll take a quick break. Be back with the podium and some of your texts. That's up next on the driver's seat. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. This is the driver's seat, the final edition for 2020. If in case you're a late comer to the driver's seat, we got our 2020 hot lap, which will get you up to speed coming up shortly. But uh, just quickly off our text line before we get to the podium, this one is from Tom in Toowoomba. To Steve, Matt, Nims, and all the driver's seat listeners, I wish you all a happy and safe Christmas and New Year. I'll have to get my driver's seat fixed now by going back through the archives on the app. Merry Christmas all from Tom in Toowoomba. Thanks, Tommy. Good on you, Tom. Thanks, mate. Thanks for your support through yeah. this year too, mate. So, we, you know what's made me really happy is is people like Tom and quite a few. I mean, all of our listeners. I love all of our listeners. But those, the specific ones that text in that that uh, every week, said that, yeah. yeah, every week mm -hmm. they text in every week. They ask questions, which is fantastic. But also the ones that text in and said, "I'm actually not a motorsport fan, but I love your show." Yeah, I, I mean that that's cool. That to me says that we're not just here to. To push, and, and a lot of our listeners are motorsport fans, just mm -hmm. to push the racing. But we're 
hopefully a little bit entertaining as well. Doing decent radio, and yeah. just motorsport radio. And so hope, that's cool. Thank and you. hopefully uh, we'll be able to extend that on and get those guys down to a track one day and they can realise what they've been missing out on. Absolutely. Uh, Tommy Hobart has also texted through, George has driven the Merc for four hours and has shown more promise in it than Bottas has in four years. Put George in. Yep, mm, I agree. <laughs> yeah. Although he is he is test driver as well. He has driven that car before. Yeah. yeah, he did dominate. I think was it the the end of season test at the end of last year in that yeah. car. Mm-hmm. He topped the timesheet. So which was which is why he was a bit salty that he was had to do another year in twenty twenty one with Williams because yeah. he thought he was straight into the yes. Benz chair. But it's coming. I mean, when the when the team boss says it's going to be a fairy tale that continues, that's a fair indication. That the junior burger is going to step into the all black, and what did, what did he also say that he's a uh, not an emerging talent. He's uh, he's there. He's there. He's, he's arrived. Yeah, and the fairy tale will continue. That's mm. right. So good on him. Now we're going to quickly get through our rapid fire podium here. Now on the driver's seat, the podium. This is basically three talking points from the year. We're going to have a bit of a deep dive into it. We you mentioned before, Maddie, how. How great it was that supercars, amidst all the chaos, we still managed to put a season together. And I know it's not quite apples and oranges, but I reckon that ARG really lost a bit of ground in 2020 with zero racing done except for the Trans Am and TCM at the Super Leap Adelaide 500. Do you reckon ARG pretty much did all they could or is there anything else that maybe that they could have salvaged and had a better 2020 Oh, that's a good question. It's a great question, and I and a very valid one, um, because there's two parts to it. Did you you asked well, did they lose any ground or or any of that sort of stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, I think because they're only in their second year, the fans are probably willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. And in fact, I think it was good for them because I thought in their first year they were really underdone. Yep. But this year's given them a chance to kind of sit back and go, oh, okay. Let's look at what we did in first year and how do we change that into year two when that arrives, which you now know is going to be 2021. So I actually think it was good for them to have that break, that it was underdone. Do I think they could have done everything they they could do? Yes, but only based on the geography of the competitors, Nimsy. This is not like supercar. I don't have to show up to every Trans Am event. Stevie J doesn't have to show up to every TCM event. S5000 cars could have five one week and ten the next. Whereas in supercar, because of the wreck yep. stipulations and the licenses, you've got to show up. Yeah. So they had to put something together. They were always going to have, if they had a championship, they were always going to have 23, 24 cars on the grid. 24? 23. 23 cars on the grid. But with the way ARG is structured, you couldn't always guarantee who was going to be there. So I, I think ARG is a distinctly different beast than from what supercars are. Yeah, and, and to expect a lot of the you know you, you got to remember a lot of their support category teams and drivers and crews um do it part-time yeah you know they've yeah, got like other jobs you know mm. you myself everyone mm. uh and to expect those sort of teams to leave melbourne and go on the road to to make a championship happen it's not it, it's not, not going to happen, happen. No. It, it's just too hard logistically and um you know i think that uh it's just unfortunate. And that's the situation that they're in. Yeah. They literally could not have done anything due to the fact that most of their competitors in their championships, uh, they're not 
full-time professional teams that run 24-7 like yep. supercast teams. Um, now, P2 on the podium. Super 2 and Super 3 will be combined for 2021, much like this year. The big difference is gone are the Kumo tyres and everyone is on Dunlop 18-inch uh, rubber. Good. There you go. That's exactly what they need. You know, there's no use in having... If you, if you can't get two individual categories working to a good number, combine them and make one good category with good numbers. So, and I think if you're going to have a genuine feeder series, three, two, and one, they've all got to be on the same tire. Yeah. So as much as the Kumo product was really good and did a great job for where it is, in the, in the natural maturity of Super 3, I think it needed to be on Dunlop, Lincoln with the two, because if you get into a Super 3 car and you belt up the Super 2 guys, you've got a bit of talent there. Mm. And that'll really show. So I think it's a good thing, and and I think combining them is a smart move for next year. Last but not least on the podium, the Carrera Cup will be the premier support category of supercars next year. Now, it all starts, uh, their 2020 season kicks off in Melbourne in March before they will go to all seven marquee rounds of the Repco Australia Supercars Championship throughout the year. Round two goes to the Bend, then Townsville, then SMP for the Super Night, a return to WA. This is the first visit back after eight years. Then Bathurst, followed by the first visit to New Zealand for the category in November. And the final round will be at the Gold Coast. Big, good big, calendar. Big championship. But a good calendar too. Yeah, absolutely. That's a ripper. And and I think every other category that's been announced this year with their calendars, you go, yeah, you know, like 90% of it's good. Like we've got to go to... Morgan Park, which neither of us are particularly happy about it with our cars. Hey, but Tommy Toowoomba, he's happy. Tommy, Tommy's pumped. But um, um, that one, if I were a cup car driver, I'd look at that and go, that's a really that's solid, a really good, cal- that's a really good calendar, particularly with the visit to New Zealand. I think that's very smart. I think- I, uh, sorry, Nimsy, I, I was just looking at it there too. It is a, it is a great calendar. Yeah. And it was funny because we hadn't heard much from Cup, um, Carrera Cup Australia at all, no. and we were, we were actually both talking about that only mm. end of Two last week. Was it going to happen? Yeah. What's happening there? Because yeah. we haven't even heard a whisper on calendars, and yeah. and yeah. So they they were still pushing out press releases with you know, like Australian talent overseas, like Jackson Evans, Matty Campbell. You haven't hadn't been hearing anything. Nothing about local about of local. local yeah. So we're like hmm, okay. to the point where on Sunday night. Here on the coast, I ran into Andy McElray at a restaurant. And I said, mate, are you guys going to run this year? Anything other than the Pirelli, is it the Pirelli or Michelin Sprint Challenge Championship? Sprint Challenge, yeah, GD3 Cup Challenge challenge thing. I said, are you going to get a run? He said, oh, yeah, no, we've got a calendar. It's a really good one. It'll be announced this week. So, uh, but good on them. Yeah, it'll it'll be really interesting to see how many competitors they get because this economic climate has typically been the sort of time that really hurts. It's make or cup break, car. isn't it? Yeah, mm. that really hurts cup car. Last year of the 991, two, it is. they go into 992 next year. That's the model of Porsche, and it is a sexy-looking beast. <laughs> what a beast. And by the way, Nimsy, just in case you didn't know, you know when you do the podium there and you do that sound effect of the champagne bottle? Yep. Well, for our, is it our 44th show? Yeah. This, so for whenever we brought it on, 44 shows, just letting you know, Stevie J and I in the studio do the uncorking of the champagne <laughs> uh, gesture every time. Every time. Every single time. Every like time. Like two children of 10 years of age, we do it every time. 
I think everyone at home does it too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you're not the only one there. That's why we put it in there. But uh, that was the podium for the final podium for 2020. Don't go anywhere. We've got the 2020 hot lap coming up shortly right here on the driver's seat. All thanks to Kubota, Building Australia. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Welcome back to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota Building Australia. Uh, right now, it ha- well, it we as we come to the almost the end of the program, it has been a year like a no other. And for anyone that might have tuned in late, because we've only been a live show, um, you know, for the second half of the year. Yeah. Well, since the uh, since the uh, the sim. Yeah, the old the, E series. On, yeah, the E series, the yeah. sim racing series. So let's be truthful. COVID's been pretty good for our show. It has. <laughs> yeah. Well, considering that, considering that we didn't know if we were going to have a show to yes. start with when it all no, happened and everything well. stopped, so it's been fantastic. It has been pretty good for us. But if anyone is jumping on board late, we thought we'd give you a quick look back at 2020 with our 2020 hot lap, all thanks to Auto One. If you really love cars, then Auto One's the one for Christmas. Here's what you might have missed in 2020. Scotty's not always like a hundred percent, you know, got to win, right? Well, I've been on the receiving end of Scotty coming out of pit lane at Phillip Island and doing a right turn and fencing me like he can get on and have a bit of a laugh as well. Yeah, I was bird watching then. Sorry about that. I just <laughs> grabbed the throttle. Obviously, you're not Chaz. You're not Chaz's teammate. Oh, you took year. my question. Up. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> How tempted were you to just return serve after Bathurst last year? Seriously. I'm pretty keen to kind of um, get one back on the scoreboard for me, but. I thought it was probably best to, to not do that and, and just you're trying to beat him fair and square. But it's pretty funny. I don't know what it is, but like Chaz and I, we are always racing. doesn't matter where we qualify. It's just, yeah, we're always side by side. There's magnets in the cars, I think. <laughs> As you said, Noons, there is a lot of podcasts out there and we all need to keep the lights on. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. One day we could all be together on the one route and we just record one big podcast and we could all have the rest of the week off. <laughs> did you have a sim, Dave? Like, did you actually have, have a sim at home? Myself. Elf and Dan Gaunt had one like probably 10 years ago for maybe a couple of months and we played it like twice and just packed it in. It was not for us. We go to the pub and drink beers instead. <laughs> Play Daytona. Yeah, when, when stuff opens back up again, let's go hang out. The drivers were up in arms because they had to go to Bathurst without a warm-up in Juro last year. Imagine going to Bathurst without having to in the car. <laughs> and they'd be hanging from the trees. You'd have to watch it, wouldn't it? Because, I mean, oh, if you're you sitting second coming to the chase on the last lap and it, it is the championship <laughs> and the Bathurst 1000 and all in one, you're not going to go, well, I'll just slot into second and consolidate here, eh? Yeah, enjoy this E-Series coming up. I will be bringing up the rear. Don't worry about that. But um, enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy that, and then yeah, let's get the cars back and try as quick as we can. Maybe we can get you a Super Nintendo controller or something rather than the new fancy <laughs> pants ones. I think that's the last time I played a video game was a Super Nintendo, so I'm in a bit of strife. We know that one Jet Johnson has been uh, has been sitting on the simulator trying to give a crack at his old man's lap time. Have you ever sat in a sim, Dick? If you did it, how good were you? Let's put it this way: the the sims that uh, we used, or should I say, the video games we used years ago, were certainly nothing like they are now. Uh, mate, the last thing I played was Pac-Man. <laughs> it is quite different, isn't it, mate? Because you've got no feel. You've got to rely on, obviously, what you see. And, and let's be fair, you and I, you know, our eyesight's probably not as good as what it was back 20 <laughs> years ago. I think the only benefit of, of e-racing is when you have a crash, it doesn't hurt anymore. <laughs> Control-Alt-Delete, that's what you can do. You're walking around for like two hours wondering what was going on. But have you, have, have you been able it's... to test? Have you tested since then? <laughs> 
I just been mowing the lawn. Right? Like, what? <laughs> I haven't done anything. I, said, I actually rang my engineer the other day, and I'm like, hey, um, Michael Caruso here, we used to work together about three months ago. Do you remember me? Yes, yes, yes. You've gone from the back of the grid, and now you are back in a plum drive at Tickford. Congratulations. That's That's been a couple of big months for you. Yeah, I think I'm the only guy that walk up and shake that fat-eating Chinese bloke's hand and say thank you. So after all this, I've only missed out on two practice sessions so <laughs> we all stayed in the same hotel I actually ordered my breakfast lunch and dinner two weeks before the event wow, wow. that's a dream for Steve uh, it's not because yeah. there could be there could be an update in the burgers by the time I get there so I'm going to be spewing if I miss uh, like um, the cheesy McChicken or something I'll be buggered exactly how bad is that I raced for 20 years actually I've raced for more than 20 years to get street cred and I rock up to school for the kids and they think I'm a professional dancer <laughs> <laughs> So one TikTok video made in your um, you, you're set for life. Given that uh, the last few weeks, we won't obviously elaborate too much on the last few weeks, hasn't been kind to you. Well, you say it's been been no good, but we've still got fourth, which is all right. I didn't say no good, pretty, I said it hasn't been kind. you got pretty high expectations, man. <laughs> is it the Black Duck Seat Covers Commodore again? Yeah, that's it. We've uh, fed the ducks some bread this week and we're going to have a good weekend. <laughs> if it does rain, because we've seen some pretty big rain up there, yeah. how fast is Todd going to be in the wet with his Black, <laughs> black with Duck? His, <laughs> With his duck feet. That's you probably laugh. not a good It thing was to raining say. today here at Townsville, so <laughs> it could happen. Well, I love catching up with you boys always. We haven't talked about the little blow up for our great finish, mate. Coming oh, into the and being sold. <laughs> Riken and Steam told him to come in, and so he fired into the lane, and then they're telling him to stay out, stay out, stay out. Oh, I'm only right. in the pit lane. <laughs> <laughs> you always think, oh, shoulda, coulda, woulda. It would have been nice to get a podium, all of them, but hey, look, it's one step at a time at the moment. There's going to be a change in the circuit for this weekend. We're going to use, I think they call it the West Circuit. Uh, what, explain what that's going to do, because everything I'm reading in the press, everyone's predicting higher tyre degradation and plenty of crashing this weekend. They're saying it's going to be a carnage fest. Well, that sounds like a good time, doesn't it? <laughs> Another individual's just come bursting through the studio doors here. <laughs> I was going to Mildly say, guys, embarrassed. Are, you, are you guys going to, I've been sitting here for 15 minutes, are you guys going to let me ask a question? <laughs> We're still hoping to do a race this year. We don't know where and when, but you know, we're, as a TCM category, we're still trying to, to get out this year. Yeah, totally. Well, there you go. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, was that a question? <laughs> no. You waited 15 minutes for a question. Oh, you guys what, are a, like, what an you guys are so mean. When you got home back to Melbourne, was it like, oh, honey, well done. Can you take out the rubbish and the lawns need mowing? Well, I literally just did the lawns today, so that's <laughs> like a tick for one. I, I didn't get that. Bathurst champion straight onto the mower. It doesn't matter. Hey, yeah, it doesn't it's discriminate. It's a Kubota, too. So I think, oh, yeah, beautiful. Well, well done. Money back from you well done. Thank you, Mr. Ten. some sort of deal back from you guys. So, Wilbur, the announcement's been made. The social media has been done. What are you Got the grand for? tour by Steve Johnson. It You've was awesome. Grand- oh, yeah, Stevie J. Stevie and I are back to you know, start hitting the gym up already in there, aren't we, Steve-O? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's, it's always, oh, it's it's always good to have a laugh. It's always that's great awesome. to have a laugh. Yeah. He just straight up with a set of bicep curls. He went straight in. The guy, How'd you was, feel? Was How'd that bicep curl with a mid-strength or with a full strength? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's been a lot of fun this year, hasn't it? <laughs>
<laughs> we weren't sure whether our mics were on just then. Nimsy, I'm you trying to laugh. We were and laughing Matt's all the things way. at me, saying "shush, shush." There were some funny moments this year, and as we said, given given what we faced and everybody faced at the start of this year, um, a big high five to you boys for actually putting a show together to, that has been relatively entertaining for the year. It's been really cool. So uh, that was good. Some good memories there. It's been a lot of fun. We have covered every single team there. And that was uh, our 2020 hot lap. Thanks to Auto One. You can get them something they'll really love this year with Auto One's big end of year sales. We've been getting a lot of love off the text line too. Thanks for making Wednesday nights a must listen this year. I'll be there at Simmons and Baskerville. Bring it on. Yeah, you beauty. Whoever that was from, we'll, uh, we'll see you. Well, I'll see you. I'm Australia gonna, Day. Yeah, Australia Day. I'm not going to do Baskerville. Are you doing Baskerville? No. 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 So, so Stevie J and I will see you at... Uh, I would love to, but... You know, being not part of the championship and, yeah. and, and the way, and I'm sure your deal's the same, Matty, yeah. the way my deal works, you know, we get sponsorship for yeah. the races that are championship races yeah. and not non-championship races. And to give everyone a bit of an idea, for both of our cars, I mean, my car's probably run, it's more expensive to run than, than mm. a Trans Am car, mm-hmm. but I would imagine your car would be 10 to 15 grand around, mm-hmm. minus crash damage, mm-hmm. and mine's about 15. Crash to, damage? Yeah. I don't have crash damage. And mine's about 15 to 20, you know, <laughs> yeah. minus crash damage. So, yeah. like, we just can't afford to take that out no. of our budget to go and do a, just a classic um, Fun one, thing. one-off fun mm. race. So once you get down there and you've gotten all your autographs and photographs with Stevie J, uh, if, you've, if you've got five minutes spare, around. come around and say good day. See Maddie Matt. <laughs> Most fr- friendliest people in pit lane. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. Now, now. <laughs> Usually he's just standing in pit lane watching the cars go around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in his no race seat. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> two years ago, Nimsy. Two years ago it was, and I'm still getting reminded of it. <laughs> oh, mate, I've still got that video saved yeah, in my yeah. uh, in my phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I would explain to everyone what that was all about, but I'm not going to dignify your stupidity with an answer. You need to, because listening to those credits there from the year gone back, the amount of... Crap that I was that you guys put on me oh, all yeah. year. Yeah, that was good. I've only just realised how much yeah, you guys ragged on, on me this year. Yeah, we hang it on you, hard. and I'm still <laughs> here. Far like around. when Wilbur said he showed me to the gym. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, we know you're lying. <laughs> no, but um, hey, look, it has been a very very fun year. We'll we'll say our final goodbyes in just a tick. But one thing I do want to quickly point out is that. Uh, We've got literally someone from every team, every team uh, participated in the show this year, Uh, from Matt Stone himself to everyone, to Dick Johnson from Dick Johnson Racing. We've had Nick Perkat and everyone, every guest that we've had, I think walked away with at least a podium. They did. Yeah, no, we we are we are the secret weapon. If you want to get a podium in your chosen straight up speaking to Todd Hazelwood, they were on pole up in Townsville. Yeah, just give us a call. So, uh, we worked the magic. So anyone at WAU, uh, we'd love to have Chazzy back on the show, and I'm sure you'd love to see him on the top seven of the podium. Uh, we didn't have Chazzy this year, did we? No, we had Bryce. We had Brycey, but not Chazzy. We've got to have a word. You've got to have a word to Chazzy about that. Yeah. yeah. We'll, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll sort that out for he next might have year. To be, he might have to be off pole for next year. I might have to do a, a little sneaky uh, Steve iPhone interview at one of the racetracks. Stevie Scoop. Yeah, like Bring I did last Stevie time. Scoop. I think I last time I met him at the toilets at Simmons Plain. What's actually, what's actually funny, you, you mentioned the toilets at Simmons Plain, because on an episode below the bonnet, everyone was hanging um, the proverbial on AVL because apparently all of his scoops are down at the toilets too. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, the amount of work, the amount of scoops and the amount of work that gets done at the urinal 
of a supercars meeting. Oh, Unbelievable. If you want to find out what's happening? Absolutely. Happening yeah, yeah. With all the all the new signings and what's going on, yeah. just hang just out. Go at to the, the Urano. Yeah. You can also find out who needs <laughs> to drink more water too. But um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. We'll put it to bed in just a tick. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. Back with more right after this. This is the driver's seat for Kubota. Together, we are building Australia. Bit of time left in the final edition of the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota, building Australia. And uh, we'll take this moment to thank uh, the good people, specifically Malcolm Owens at Kubota for our, their ongoing support from day yes. dot. Thank you, big Malcolm. And uh, as as we've said, when when we first started this show, well, I wasn't even a part of it, but um, it was less than half an hour and only on a couple of regional stations now. We're Australia-wide. We've got our own app. Uh, we're live and we love your feedback and we love you to be a part of the journey too. So a big thank you to everyone jumping on board. The big driver's seat train in the past couple of years. Yeah, it's been... I don't know, when we started this four years ago, when you and I, I think you just retired or you're a year into your retirement, we had a bit of a chat about it. And I, I, I think I actually said to you, yeah, yeah, we might get one year. We'll do one year. We'll see how we go with one year. And here we are, four years down the track, starting four our fifth years. year. Yeah. Live, as you say, Nimsy, around the country. And, mate, but you have... It's got to be Nimsy, though. Like we, we, we did the first... This show has gone forward in leaps and bounds yeah. because of one... Nims. Or, yep. well, I'm not going to say I'm in. That's Nims. Nimsy. Nimsy. That's it. He well, doesn't I totally like agree. Because let, let's be really honest and truthful. We don't do much. This is our game, right? This is our thing. So we talk to our friends. We talk to our colleagues. We talk to everyone. This is our thing. Nimsy's got heard around the country on 15 different radio stations. He even does the Greyhounds, if you've he heard that. The, he does the dish lickers. He does ads. He does <laughs> a station in a classic rock station in Sydney. He does that's everything, the, right? That's so the right. <laughs> extremely busy you are, Nimsy, and yet you carve out your time every week to, to cobble this show together. Uh, you give us all of our stats. You give us all of our questions when we need it, all that kind of stuff. So you are the backbone, my friend, not to uh, pee in your pocket, but you are the backbone. Steve and I just sit here and waffle and laugh because we're mates and have a giggle, but you do all the hard work. Mm. So uh, a massive thank you to you because Stevie's right. You have taken the show to a new level. Um, you interact with our audience at the coalface. And everyone knows him now. Yep. Nimsy oh, is one of us in <laughs> yeah, yeah. all the supercars in teams In fact, now. Barry Rogers said that you were quite an accomplished trans am driver, Nimsy, last <laughs> <Yeah>. week. <laughs> <laughs> I must slap him around the chops when I see him down in uh, Tassie. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, your fourth year, going into our fifth year next year, and, and our, our audience has increased, our interactions have increased. Um, and we're very happy and we're very thankful for the year that we've just had. So thank you to you and thank you, massive thank you to Kubota, to all of our partners, including Auto One, who have just come on, Jumped on board yep. this evening. We hope to see them next year. Bendix Brakes, Ian Bott. Yeah, I'm having actually having a drink with Ian Bott on Friday at Jimmy Jam's in Elwood mm -hmm. some point, well, 4 o'clock maybe. Very nice. Um, there you go. So Rico you know where to see Matthew McKeld now. Oh, you won't know me. <laughs> Rico so. Filters has been a big partner of the show. Rico well, have been a big, mm -hmm. big, a big part Penride of it. Penride have been, have been a big right. part of it. So we, we've had some, we, we've had and continue to have some wonderful partners moving forward. We hope they all come back again next year and, and, um, um, and we continue to have a, a lot more fun. Now, here's the fun part, too, because I always... Uh, now, number crunching is quite a big part of motorsport, and I thought we'd crunch the numbers for the driver's seat uh, for 2020. Now, not including this episode, obviously, which is episode 44, season four has had 46 hours, one minute, and 50 seconds of content. 
And a lot of people might be on on the blow and going, why don't you just round that up to 47 hours, Nims? But, uh, uh, to, yeah, Nims. But, For uh, my invoice. But, <laughs> <laughs> but when you consider that we've had, you know, lockdowns, we've had months of no racing, we've had uh, just so much uncertainty. And as you sort mm. of said, Steve, we didn't even know in March when everything shut up at the yep. uh, AGP whether or not we'd have to do the shows. Remember, we did two massive days of big four-hour blocks of, well, let's just get stuff in the can in case we yep. can't yep. leave the house, which ended up happening. But there yep. was a quarantine scare where we had to do it via yeah, Zoom. Yeah, Nimsy, you were right there in the middle of it too. Yeah. So uh, it was a little bit easier for us up in Queensland, even though we were locked down. But you in Melbourne and even your building was locked down. Yeah. So that, you know, that was, that was to be able to punch out what you were able to do was just unbelievable. It was a very fun episode too, the Zoom episode uh, <laughs> that we did. But it often makes me wonder we should do one of those again uh, and just release it as a podcast with you a couple sure? of shandies. Yeah. <laughs> I have to make sure that my two dogs are in another room so they don't bark during the record, for one. Um, but also looking at the stats, we've had 43 different guests on the show this year. And I know what you might say. There's 24 drivers on the grid. How'd you do that? Well, it turns out that we have got a lot of friends, not just in supercars world, but uh, our friends like Greg Rust, Andrew Ann Lewin, um, mm -hmm. John Bow jumped on board, your dad, Barry Rogers, yeah. Gary Rogers, everyone, that, uh, Molly Taylor, Dean Herridge, all those people. That, Glenn uh, Seaton. Glenn Jack Seaton, actually. Yeah, Jack Doohan. Made his debut. Charlie Robinson. Series. Charlie your Robinson. Mate, your mate and mine, Charlie Robinson. Yeah. From High Five. She was a cracker. Yep. She, she was it. really good. Yeah. She, she was a great interview. And also, we do want to give a big shout out to Tommy Randall. He's been a very, he's obviously had a very tumultuous year. He had some mm. very bad news at the start of it, but he has been an absolute trooper. He's done a Bathurst. He's done a whole bunch of stuff. He had to leave his home state. He launched his own business. Make sure you check out Dream Simulation for those uh, playing at home in the Melbourne vicinity. But he's also had the most appearances on the show, three time episodes uh, mm. um, recipient. We'll go with that. You're right there, Nimsy. Yeah, still with us? Recipient. <laughs> right. He's been on the show three times. Best on ground yeah. goes to Thomas Rowe. Uh, and, and won a championship amongst all that. Don't don't forget. Of course. So congratulations there. Mm. But uh, and yes, we have mentioned we will be back next year. And uh, I can announce that our first show will be February 10th, 2021. Uh, I think that's probably the first that we're all hearing of it. Not just you and uh, the audience. Yeah, just read that. That's good. <laughs> I'll have to make sure we... Are we going to have a contract meeting at some stage, Stevie J? I mean, I know you get paid a truckload more than me, but are we going to sit down Tommy. and have... <laughs> we're going to have to. We're going to have to have a discussion at some point along the way. Well, please do, because uh, I think this is going to well, be it's... a very, very, very <laughs> spineless show if it's just me next year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure we can work out uh, to terms for next year. And, of course, by the time we get to 10th of Feb, we'll have had our first race meeting as well. Absolutely, we'll yeah. Be, uh, we'll have a new studio. We'll have a new studio here on in Queensland, which mm -hmm. is pretty cool. They're in the throes of building that at the moment. Um, so, yeah, 10th of Feb. Not and a lot of time off. No, I was going to say, that'll come up very fast. Well, our first yeah. race is Australia Day, so that'll mm. come up very, very fast. What are you doing over Christmas? Well, New Year's. Uh, are you going to try and get fit? Absolutely. Yeah? Yep. yep. So anyone going to Tasmania, make sure you go up to say, Stevie J, how'd you go? Did you get fit? You know, as a side note about getting fit, now when people will watch... This video on our on our socials a bit later, you might see that I'm wearing a DJR Team Penske red team polo. This is actually my dad's team polo because <laughs> oh, due to oh, lockdown, goodness. 
I've put on an extra couple of kilos and I couldn't fit into my polo. So well, well, <laughs> I know if, uh, Stevie J knows know how you, you feel. feel. <laughs> <laughs> he actually asked if he could borrow my fat suit once before. I said, no, mate, sorry. They've been taken in. They've been hey, taken in. Speaking of which, Nimsy, when we do, and you make a really good point about the new studio, when we do have that studio up and running, hopefully for the first show next year, uh, we'll have voice-activated cameras. Mm-hmm. So, it'll be so video. if you want to... If you're really bored in your life and you actually want to sit and watch us do this show, we might actually you might actually be able to see us. Yeah, it'll be. So that uh, be on the on the uh, on the app. Will they be able to see us on the app, or will that be somewhere through? Oh, obviously, it'll be, it'll be on Facebook. Where do we see you now, Nimsy? Oh, if we can, want to look on your lovely balded head, you can check on the old uh, Facebook page. Uh, there you go. Well, okay. once I put it up afterwards, but uh, I would also have to give a quick shout out before we quickly wrap up to uh, Jason Matthews who. Took the reins of the show during the Woogie. E-Series. So yep. yes. thank you Get for that, Woogie. We do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, look, boys, it has been a very, very fun year. And that about wraps up another big year of the driver's seat. The stranger just to say. <laughs> what, are we, what are we going to do for the next two months on a Wednesday now. night? Well, I've actually got a day of work on Friday to do. Have you? Drive day. I said, I'm going to Melbourne. So, so coming at you, Melbs. <laughs> coming yes. in hot. Very cool. Please keep the infection levels at current... Hey, we've we've right? had forty Coming days. Tomorrow. We've had forty donut days, so forty oh, donut days. They're good. So, touch wood, it'll still continue. But boys, uh, look, it has been a pleasure to do this every single Wednesday and to chat with you during the week. It has been just a stellar. I haven't got two coworkers. I've got two very good mates that I'm very pleased to be. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, very privileged to have. So have a great Chrissy, guys, and uh, it's it's a shame that we couldn't do <laughs> couldn't see each other more this year. <laughs> yeah, it would have been nice to do a few shows. All three together. Yeah, absolutely. And we will next year. Melbourne. We'll next year. So it's it's muck up day. Is this where we go and put the mini sideways in the cricket fence? I guess so. In the cricket nets? Oh, this is where I do. This is where I leave here and go to Macca's. Oh, no, that's every after every show. (laughs) (laughs) Have a safe Christmas, guys. We'll see you next year for the driver's seat. Thank you to all our listeners. See you next year. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.